Shalom Aleichem and welcome back to our Shir in Svas Emes. When Moshe Rabbeinu is complaining to the Rabbani Shalom, Moshe Rabbeinu tells, tells Hashem, Klal Yisrael is not listening to me, pare. If Klal Yisrael is not listening, how in the world am I going to get Pare, the king, to listen to me? And Rashi says very famously, this is one of the ten Kavachimers in the Torah. Moshe Rabbeinu is making a simple equation. If Klal Yisrael, who I'm here for their own benefit, to get them out of Mitzrayim, to get them out of slavery and servitude and being beaten by the Mitzrayim, I'm here for their benefit, they won't listen to me, how in the world will Parai, who I'm coming to take away a nation from him, coming to take away precious slaves from him, how will Parai listen? And the Sifzei Chachamim has a very simple question, Ramashi's Kalvachimer, what we call in the Gemara Apircha on the Kalvachimer. The Pasuk explains to us that the reason why Klal Yisrael wasn't able to listen to Meishar Abenu is Klal Yisrael is being beaten into oppression, Klal Yisrael was slaves working from morning till night, Klal Yisrael did not have their tranquility and the peace of mind and the capability, the emotional capacity to be able to hear what Moshe Rabbeinu is saying. Moshe Rabbeinu comes and says, I'm going to take you out. And as slaves, having, had been, having been stuck in slavery for over 200 years, they couldn't hear Moshe Rabbeinu. They couldn't believe that they would have the ability to get out. And therefore, they ignored Moshe Rabbeinu. It wasn't because they didn't want to listen. Rather, they didn't have the emotional capacity. They didn't have the tranquility and peace of mind to be able to hear what he was saying and take it to heart. Ask the Sifzei Chacham and Pari didn't have that challenge. Pari wasn't dealing with slavery. Pari was a slave master himself. Pari was sitting in his palace on his throne, having people feed him, take care of him. Everything, all of his needs were net. All of his needs were, all of his needs were met. In what way is this a kavachaymer? Kavachaymer means when I have one thing which proves something else. This is not a proper kavachaymer. The reason why Klal Yisrael didn't listen is How does that prove that Pare won't listen? And the Sif Sechachamim gives his teretz, but the Svasemes in the year Tafresh Lamed Aleph brings down a var from the Chedusha Rim, which helps us understand what Moshe Rabbeinu is telling the Rabbani Shalom. The Svasemis explains the Pasuk, which says, I will take you out from under the Sivlois Mitzrayim. Rashi explains that the word Sivlois means the slavery, the servitude, the challenges that we had when we we're in Mitzrayim. Hashem will take us out from the, back, the back-breaking labor that we were in when we, when we were stuck in Mitzrayim. But the Svasemah says over in the name of the Chedusha Rims, a different explanation to what the word Sivlois means. The Svasemah explains that the word Sivlois means being able to be Sivo, to be able to bear a burden. And the Svasemah explains to us that Klal Yisrael, the key for Klal Yisrael getting out of Galus was when Klal Yisrael was no longer capable of being Saival Galus. Klal Yisrael was stuck so deeply entrenched into the world of slavery and servitude and, Egy- and, and the Egyptian way and the Egyptian culture that Klal Yisrael started thinking that this is the new norm. Klal Yisrael became complacent. They said, okay, this is the reality. Our fathers have been s- slaves. Our grandfathers have been slaves. This is the new reality. They became comfortable with the idea of being slaves. Zaktas Vas Emes, Klal Yisrael, in order to get Adam of Mitzrayim, needed to say, we cannot be soival this anymore. We cannot take the burden of slavery anymore. Rabbi enough is enough. We need to get out of this place. We can't be soival anymore. We can't handle the challenges, both physically and spiritually, of being stuck in Mitzrayim. Zaktas Vasemis, as soon as Klal Yisrael, 
said, we cannot be soivel this anymore, as soon as they turned to the Rabbanisham and said, enough's enough, we don't want to live with this reality anymore, then the Rabbanisham said, okay, now it's time to get, now it's time to get out. He says, and from there came the Geula, once Klal Yisrael gave that krechs, once they gave a, a, a sigh and said, we can't handle this anymore, then the Rabbanisham said, okay, now that you're fed up, now that you don't want this reality, now that you don't want to live in this place called Mitzrayim anymore, both physically and spiritually, now it's time to get out. So long as Klai Yisrael was comfortable and Klai Yisrael came to terms with the fact they were stuck in slavery, they didn't have the ability to get out. It was only once they said, enough's enough, we need to get out, then they had the ability to be able to get out of Mitzrayim and for the Rabbani Shalom and Moshe, through the hands of Moshe Rabbeinu to be able to take them out. That's why this farm explained to us that although we know Chazal tell us that no slave ever left Mitzrayim, it wasn't because the borders were built up so strong. It wasn't that they had the best security fences around Mitzrayim. No slave left Mitzrayim because the propaganda in Mitzrayim was so strong that any slave that went into Mitzrayim saw that as his new reality and stopped even trying to get out. And that's the greatest, the greatest tragedy. When a person's a slave and a person doesn't even want, a person doesn't desire to get out. When a person's stuck in gullahs and a person loses their interest and loses their ability to be able to leave the place of darkness and say, I wanna move to a place of light. I wanna move to a place where things are better, where I'm going to live a life which is more alive, a life which is connected to Hashem. And therefore what, what the Mitzrayim did was they created such a strong propaganda machine that people stopped desiring to get out. And it was only once Klal Yisrael said, enough's enough, we don't want to be here anymore. We cannot be soivel this, we cannot take this anymore, that that was the beginning of the Geula. And therefore the, therefore, the Svasemis explains to us that what Moshe Rabbeinu was telling the Rabbanisha was if Klal Yisrael is not willing to be fed up with Galas, if Klal Yisrael is not willing to say enough, we want to get out, then the whole process of Geula, the process of redemption cannot take place until Klal Yisrael reaches that place where they're fed up, where they don't want to be in Galas anymore. Pare is not going to listen and we're not going to be able to get out of Mitzrayim. And that's what Hashem was telling that's what Moshe Rabbeinu was telling Hashem. If Klal Yisrael is not fed up, we can't leave Mitzrayim. And this Vasemus writes, he writes this in Parsha Shemoy, says, well, that it's an Eitzi Yehutza for every single person, that when a person is stuck in a dark place, the first step to getting out and the key to getting out of the place you're in is to say, I don't want to be here. I'm not happy with being in Golas. I'm not happy with being in slavery. I'm not happy with the spiritual statement. I want to move to a place that's better and filled with more light. Once a person does that, that's the first step. The first step that a person makes, once a person makes that little move and says, I cannot be soivel this anymore, then we can begin the geula. That's the haschalas of the geula. And it's so important for us to remember, so many times we become comfortable in the world called galas. Baruch Hashem, we live lives that are better than our parents, better than our grandparents. We live lives which are very comfortable, both in Ruchnias and in Gashmias. And we start to become comfortable with the state in which Klal Yisrael is in. And it's important for us to be able to sigh every, every once in a while and say, Rabbanishim, this is not it. This is not the Eretz Yisrael that we're waiting for for 2,000 years. We want an Eretz Yisrael with the base of Mikdash. We want an Eretz Yisrael in which we're able to live without fear of terrorists. We want a, want a world in which kids are able to go to, go to school in, in, in a place of safety. We want a world in which there is no war and hunger. We want a world in which your name is known throughout the world. And to sigh and say, Rabbanishim, it's amazing and thank you for all the gifts you've given us. 
but this is not it. This is not enough. We can't be civil. The tragedies, the challenges, both physical, spiritual, financial, emotional, we can't deal with those challenges that we have in the world called Golas. And once we do that, the Svasamis tells us, in the name of the Chedush Rim, once we sigh and say, we can't do this anymore. We need, a, we need to live a better life. We need to live a life in which the whole world knows your name. Then that's the Aschalas Gula. Then the Rabbanishim says, okay, call yourself. If you're fed up, then I'm also fed up and now it's time to get out. The Rabbanishim should help us. We should all be zeichet to live beautiful, amazing lives filled with only bracha. But we should also remember that this is not the ultimate. That the ultimate is only with the Geula Hasidah B'meher V'yameinu. The ultimate is when there's no more pain and suffering and sadness and brokenness. When we're all able to go up to the base of Mikdash, be oil the regal, and be able to see the Hashras HaShchina very clearly. And by doing that and by recognizing that, we'll be able to bring and invoke the Rabbanu Shem's mercy and be, and be able to bring the Geula B'meher V'yameinu. Amen. Have an amazing Shabbos.